0: People of faith, look up, lift up your eyes, and look around. Many come from far and wide, carried by the faith of others, carrying the faith of many more. Called by God, we come to worship and give praise to the one who gathers the needs of the world and invites us to serve those needs. The creator of the universe sees the multitude gathered and rejoices for the people of earth have come to God in need of healing, mercy and hope, gifts God freely gives. We to give thanks. We gather to grace. Amen. Let us pray. God of all time, God of all blessings. In your shadow, we gather so that we would be protected from all that causes distress and encouraged by your voice to move into the world with humility and hope. Bless us this week as we gather and remember the idea you formed in the heads and hearts of those that shaped the early days of this university and continue to bless and shape our future together.
1: A reading from Acts. Meanwhile, Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus, so that if he found any who belonged to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now, as he was going along and approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He asked, who are you, Lord? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless because they heard the voice but saw no one. Saul got up from the ground And though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him into Damascus. For three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a disciple in Damascus named Ananias. The Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias. He answered, Here I am, Lord. The Lord said to him, Get up and go to the street called Straight. and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And immediately, something like scales fell from his eyes, and his sight was restored. Then he got up and was baptized. The word of the Lord.
2: Let us pray. Dearest God, help us to understand what it might mean for us to be seeing for the world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. It's good to be here. It's been probably about 30 years since I was at a Cal Lutheran chapel service. And there have been some obvious changes uh, since that has happened. First of which is, of course, as you heard in the announcements, that now it's my daughter who roams the campus here at Cal Lutheran instead of me. But there are other changes. And uh, one of them is that chapel used to be, as I've, you probably heard from crusty old alumni say several times, that chapel used to be in the old gym, which I understand is not an old gym anymore. It's, got, it's been reused. Um, but when chapel was in the gym, it was definitely a low tech or a no tech sort of experience back then. Um, my friend Greg Ronning advises that we did, in fact, have wired microphones. So I can't say it was quite no tech, but that was kind of what chapel was like. So today, I want to take advantage in this sermon of some of the wonderful ways that we have to communicate in a, in a chapel like this. So I'm here to announce the full privatization of California Lutheran Chapel, a new experience. And so we have a word from our new corporate sponsor, Coca-Cola. So I'd like you to run the ad from Coke, if you would, please. If you're a little worried about the secularization of this holy time, please relax. I promise I'll connect the dots by the time I get to the end. This new uh, Coca-Cola ad uh, aired this summer. Many of you probably saw it. It ran during the Olympic Games. Uh, Its real sensation, however, was on the Internet. It received millions of hits there. And you have missed the genius of this advertisement if you blinked at the beginning. For all of these brief clips of people embracing, people coming to each other's aid or celebrating life, were caught on security cameras. Of course, those security cameras were put in place to catch people in the act, the act of crime, Vandalism, violence, and hatred. Who knew that these very same cameras would capture something else, something completely unexpected? People caught in the act of love, service, compassion, and unguarded joy. In today's lesson from the ninth chapter of Acts, we find Saul, a leader of the religious establishment, a keeper of the status quo, seething at the phenomenon of the Christ followers and willing to use violence to suppress the fledgling movement. Most significantly, he is blind as a bat in a spiritual sense to what God is up to. This Saul, who comes later on to be known as Paul, is at this unlikely juncture advised by Jesus that he will be the one to spread the good news that God's loving mercy is for all people, for the whole world. Then there's Ananias, called by God to go to the last place he wants to go. He's hesitant, questioning, and unsure Descriptors, I think, of how we operate in the world so much of the time. Yet he takes a risk. He trusts God and he goes to meet Saul, not even knowing if he would survive the encounter. Both Saul and Ananias function, I think, like those security cameras in the Coke commercial. They're both scanning life from their limited perspectives, their worldview that is filled with suspicion and fear. They both expect the worst, ready like Saul to take matters into his own hands or wanting like Ananias to run as fast and as far in the other direction as he can to get out of harm's way. And instead of what they expect, these two men, these natural antagonists, these enemies have an encounter first with the risen Jesus, who changes them, and then an encounter with each other that literally changes the course and the direction of history. Make no mistake about it, this, the point of the story isn't about Saul or Ananias, it's about you and me. We have heard the gospel story in large measure because God chose St. Paul, formerly this Saul, to tell it to the Gentiles, the non-Jews. And that happened because Ananias trusted God to go to Saul person to person, to share with him and therefore telling all of us that God's love is all-encompassing and for everyone. And I don't think anymore that we Christians should be shocked to find God at work in the most wonderful, surprising, and unexpected places. We should be used to it by now for the scales to fall from our eyes to see the new ways in which God is here, that Jesus is present, and that divine love is leaking into all of life. And since this Acts story ends with Saul being baptized, as Christina read, let me end this sermon with the most bizarre baptism story ever. If a security camera caught this on tape, it would not know what to think. This is a true story, a family story, and I have permission from my family to tell it. I've got your attention now, don't I? We were at a big church worship service up north in Northern California. A bishop was being installed. That bishop was a a family friend of ours, so all of us were in attendance at at this big service. That includes, of course, my wife Rhonda, my daughter Christina, and our son Dylan, and all of the lay people were on one side of the church, and all of the clergy were robed here like this, and all over on the other side of the church, kind of Good seg- I guess, good or bad segregation. It depends how you look at it. Well, everything was fine until it came time to share the peace. And at that time, Rhonda decided that she was going to cross over and go greet some of the clergy on the other side of the church. So she cut out of her pew, was crossing through the center of the church to the other side when she stepped right into a full immersion baptismal pool. Now, how she didn't know she was walking on water, Christina and I don't know. We were last ones to tell her she couldn't walk on water, right, Christina? But in she went, ker-splash! Now, if that was me, I would have stayed at the bottom of the pool... Filled with embarrassment. Our kids, Dylan and Christina, were about junior high, elementary school age, and they were on their mom's heels trying to keep up with her as she went along. Well, when this happened, they turned on a dime, went back to their seats, and pretended they did not know the crazy woman in the baptismal pool. But Rhonda came up out of the water. She looked back at that pool with that sort of annoyed expression that said, who put that there? (laughs) She looked at me, she looked at all the people looking at her, she put up her hands and she said, baptized! If the security cameras ever catch me showing such grace in a moment of extreme difficulty, I will be satisfied that I actually know what a life of faith looks like. Because that's the point. The cameras are on and they show us everything that we experience good and bad, death and life, sorrow and joy, relationship and solitude, monotony and surprise. Faith is seeing that God is already at work right in the middle of our circumstances and the circumstances of the whole world. May we be given new eyes to see it. Amen.
0: Please stand as we pray.
3: God where we find light,
0: so much light that our vision improves dramatically,
3: we are in the shadow of God's dreams and visions, in the
0: place where people are called to acts of service into deeper thought for the sake of the world,
3: we are in the shadow of God who neither slumbers nor sleeps,
0: who pours out blessings ceaselessly,
3: we are in the shadow
0: A shadow that does not hide us from the needs of the world.
3: In the shadow of God, we find light and hope. We find our futures, and for this, we are ever thankful. Let us pray. Mighty and merciful God, endless is your desire to hold us close and then send us forth. We pray for the memories stirred this week as we celebrate homecoming. For all those who will return to remember, we give you thanks. For all those who are serving the needs of the world as graduates of CLU, we give you thanks. For all those who are living into their vocation, their calling, their purpose, we give you thanks. In your name we pray.
0: Amen. Amen. We join in singing our closing hymn.